It is my day to shine. Today, by the way, is Monday, August 10th, and according to nationaltoday.com, it is National Lazy Day. Hi and hello! You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. So National Lazy Day is for all people to be lazy, and it is not to be confused with National Lazy Mom Day, which is the first Friday in September. So coming up on September 4th, mark your calendars. On a related note, Did you guys see that Instagram video Motherly published two days ago? I saved it to the highlights under yes on the Today By The Way Instagram account, but be prepared. It will make you sob. Basically, it's a bunch of clips of moms momming so hard with sweet music and a text overlay that recognizes that being a mom right now is really hard. Isolation is heightened. Decision fatigue has ground us into dust, and everything feels uncertain, and there is no end in sight. If you're listening right now, take a deep breath and let it out slowly and completely. Just, okay, shake out the tension in your shoulders, unclench your jaw, wiggle your head a little bit to rebalance your neck, and stop. And I know this is, I know that this is going to be very cheesy, but I want you to repeat these words after me. This feels hard because it is hard. Okay, you say it with me. This feels hard because it is hard. Okay, and then repeat these three after me. I am allowed to rest. I don't have to earn rest. I am not alone. Okay, again. I'm allowed to rest. I don't have to earn rest. I am not alone. Y'all, I have to say these to myself because I have a hard time believing it. When my to-do list is a mile long, when the laundry is piled up again, when mom brain makes me feel like a shadow of my former self, I have to remind myself that I'm allowed to rest, that I don't have to earn rest, and that I'm not alone. If you said these with me, or you thought them because you thought saying out loud was really silly, I just want you to know that thousands of other women said it or thought it with you. That just gave me cold chills. I don't know if you can actually physically rest these days. I mean, is it any wonder that we joke about hiding in the bathroom from our kids or that strolling the aisles of Target feels like a vacation? You may not be in a season where you can actually rest your body. A baby needs you, or your work needs you, or your children need you. Someone always needs you at every hour of the day, it seems. Rest is a fundamental biological need for the body to recover. So if you can't rest your body, what can you plant within your day that feels like a deep, 
cleansing breath and a little reset. For me, it's doing this podcast, knowing that there are women out there who care, who care about the world, who value motherhood and marriage, and who can laugh just as easily as she can stand up for others. But it's also buying those volcano candles from Anthropology when they go on sale and then just leaving them open all the time and sometimes burning them when I'm feeling a little rich and reckless. <laughs> it's being in a really good group chat with some friends. It's, it's getting a Marco Polo from a friend that I don't get to see often enough. It's, it's sitting thigh to thigh on a piano bench and playing heart and soul with my kids. They haven't learned the top part yet, but they're working on it. It's using an overpriced shampoo and putting on a dab of perfume even though I'm going nowhere. It's putting a sweet treat on the grocery list and eating it in the middle of the day just because. And it's peeking in the kids' room at night right before I go to bed, long after they've been asleep. And then they're all pink-cheeked and they have ruffled up hair and their bodies are all splayed out and my heart could just burst with love for them. I'm exhausted, and I know that you are too, but I also know that you're going to go to bed feeling beaten broken and yet still wake up and do it all again tomorrow. There is nothing like a mother. Thank you for your sacrifice that goes unappreciated and unnoticed every single day. I hope today, on National Lazy Day, that you can truly find a scrap of time that you can fill in with whatever you want. Me, I may have cookies delivered to myself, and I may eat them while laying on the porch swing while I send my children outside to play. I'm, I'm almost getting giddy thinking about this decadence. On the Today, by the way, Instagram, on today's show, let's start that discussion. Let's share some of the little things that we have planted throughout our day that somehow, somehow give us a little bit of rest, even when we can't rest our bodies. One thing that I'm thankful for is the fact that BetterHelp was set up for online counseling before the whole world had to pivot to try to figure out how to do everything online. BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I started counseling to help me learn how to process some of my health concerns, and my counselors also helping me work through my issues with sleeplessness. BetterHelp has made it possible for anyone to get help on their own time and at their own pace and on the platform that works best for them. If you live in an area where it may be difficult to get access to counselors with the expertise you need, BetterHelp is there for you. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist, and it's completely confidential. No awkward waiting rooms. It was easy to start. After filling out a questionnaire to help match you with the kind of counselor you want, communication starts within 24 hours. And if you aren't happy with your counselor, know that BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free for you to change counselors if needed. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a Today By The Way friend, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com indiana, and financial aid may be available to those who qualify. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash indiana. And now, back to the show. So last Thursday, I had a COVID test at a drive-in facility. 
I hadn't been feeling 100%, but chalked it up to typical sleeplessness and mom stress. But as we were driving to get lunch on Thursday, I realized that I had developed like a pathetic little cough, just an occasional cough. And I noticed that my breathing was slightly different. It's like, it's like I couldn't get air down into the lowest part of my lungs. And that's when the alarm bells started going off in my head. This may be shortness of breath, I thought. I texted my group chat girls, and three of the five of them are nurses in this chat, and they urged me to go get tested. For you see, the kids had been exhibiting very mild, cold-like symptoms, and I had spent all day last Monday looking for a place to get the kids tested because they seemed sniffly, and I wanted to make sure they were okay before school started, but no one would take us. My pediatrician gave me a list of places to call, and not one of them returned my call or my fax. Yes, I had my doctor fax them. No one else could get us in without more concrete symptoms, and our pediatrician wouldn't refer us to the children's hospital without bigger symptoms more than, you know, they're kind of sniffly. But by Thursday, I had a symptom, shortness of breath. So I was able to get all of us into a drive through testing place right near our house, and I got an appointment within 90 minutes of calling the Board of Health, and I think that was pretty remarkable. I wanted to share my experience with you since on Instagram, I asked how many of you have personally gotten a COVID-19 test and 78% of you said you have not. I would recommend not listening to this in front of your kids and the chance that they need to get the test too. Your mileage may vary, but I'm sharing my family's experience and it wasn't pleasant. So (laughs) go send those kids outside. Some background. I I have one child who is usually super chill, but for whatever reason, she freaks her ever-loving freak at the doctor's office. Not the dentist's office, only every doctor's office visits. She, I wish I were making this up, she tried to jump out a window at the allergist's office once and it was terrifying. So I knew that Chris would need to bear hug her in order for the healthcare worker to get a good swab in her nose, which is how this particular testing site was doing things. And when we told her at home that she would be getting a COVID test, she lost it. But we explained that it was necessary so she could start school and that calmed her down a little bit. She gathered her largest stuffed animal, which is this giant squishmallow thing, which is basically the size of a king-size pillow, and she and the other kids and Chris and I set off. We pulled up to the testing site with only a few cars in front of us. They confirmed that we had an appointment, they asked us to flash our QR code, and they instructed us to either keep the window all the way up or down no more than three inches during the test. There were these giant white wedding tents set up with two lines of cars driving through them, kind of drive through style. Everyone has on latex gloves and full face shields and surgical gowns. There are big tubes piping and air conditioning to these workers. And it feels like we're in a dystopian novel. It is surreal. The police were there. Military people were there doing I don't know what. It just, the whole experience is really bizarre. I was first, which was the plan. I had planned to put on my bravest <laughs> I had planned to put on my bravest face so the kids would be calm. 
and the nurse stuck her arm through my barely rolled down window and stuck a long Q-tip into my nose into what must have been my brain. I for real thought the Q-tip was going to come out of the inner corner of my eye. I mean, it's that far up there. And she pulls it out very quickly and then sticks it up the other nostril up to my brain and kind of stirs it around before pulling it out again. And I am certain that I saw a tinge of blood on it when she pulled it out and my eyes were teary. I laid my head back on my seat because I felt traumatized. One of the kids shrieked, did it hurt? And y'all, we do not lie to our kids even when it could serve us well. And the only thing I could think is, yes, yes, it hurt. It hurt bad. And now they want to do this to you. So I just sat there and said nothing. They all started shouting and they all started getting more spun up. Did it hurt? Did it hurt? And I caught Chris's eye and nodded yes in what I thought was an imperceivable amount. Like I just kind of dipped my head down a half an inch. From the way, way back, one of them shouted, she nodded yes, she said it hurts. And then I tried to recover this. I I said, it's unpleasant. It's very uncomfortable. And then that just set them off even more. And they're all crying in a full panic at this point. We weren't allowed to get out of the car. So Chris had to amble over the center console of the van to get into the back to bear hold the kid who was called next. And The kid who was next was the kid who once tried to jump out a window at the doctor's office, and she reared back and tried to kick at the nurse's hand coming through the window, and she reared back again, and I had this vision of her kicking out the window, but Chris caught her leg, and the nurse, bless nurses, she was so great. She got the swabs very quickly, but the kid shrieked, it hurt, it hurt, even after it was over. She continued to scream. So the other two are freaking out even more. It is full hysteria inside our minivan. And Chris had to hold down the second kid who was screaming the whole time. But thankfully, she very quickly chilled out after it was over. And then by that time, I had gotten the first kid quiet. So the last kid, the last kid tried to be very brave. They asked not to be held and just took the swabs like a champ. Afterward, that kid said, that wasn't bad. I've done that to myself. I could have given myself that test. I asked, you've, you've done this to yourself with what? And the kid said, a Q-tip. I was trying to see if there was a trigger in my nose that makes me sneeze, but it didn't work. But you know what did work? Rubbing the Q-tip on my head and then putting it in my nose. Y'all, kids are a trip. Anyway, that was the test, and I think I got a rough swab because 12 hours later, my nose still hurt. The kids were fine. As a treat, we let them all add anything they wanted to our grocery list. Jude chose a tub of ice cream. Caroline chose a cow tail, which is this caramel candy with cream inside. And Lucy asked for Coke. I got frosted animal cookies, you know, those pink and white ones with the sprinkles, They're not keto, they're not gluten-free, but it seemed like a small comfort for having my brain jammed with (laughs) Q-tip. The nurses said that we would have the results in three to five business days, but according to the website, it said five to ten business days, so really who knows. As of today, we do not have the test results. I will keep you posted. 
In the meantime, we are on strict lockdown. The kids were supposed to start school today, and I had to sheepishly tell our school that we couldn't start just yet because we are waiting on the results of a COVID test. The test was Thursday. Jude developed a fever late on Friday night, just a little one, and then all weekend the kids have had mild cold-like symptoms. The girls just seem slightly stuffy. Jude has a runny nose, but no fever since that early Friday morning test. And I have a sore throat and a hurting ear on my right side. The shortness of breath comes and goes, but no fever for me. And all of our O2 levels are picture perfect according to our home testing thing. If I had to guess, I would guess that we are negative and just have some kind of summer cold. But Chris said that if he had to guess, he would guess that we're positive only because our symptoms are lingering. Also, if I had to guess, I would guess that Chris's COVID beard that's only getting bushier somehow filtered out the virus for him. He's fine. But of course, he is isolating and presuming positive. I feel bad that my kids aren't starting school yet and they're going to miss all the, you know, those special first day activities. But I'm not really sweating it. I mean, honestly, what is one or two more weeks together at home after all this? You can't see, but I'm just kind of gesturing around to the world around us. I'm hopeful that we'll all have negative results and that I can start feeling better soon. I will keep you posted, I promise. Okay, friend, that is it for today. I am resting up this week, and I hope that you will allow yourself to rest up too. We have an active Facebook group called My Internet Besties, and the link for that can be found in our show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. As a reminder, our Today By The Way challenge this week is to measure yourself or to go get a fitting to check your bra size. On the Today By The Way Instagram account, there's a diagram of how to do this yourself under the weekly challenge photo. I don't know if we're COVID or not, but if your family has recovered from COVID, I would love to hear from you. You have full permission to slide into my DMs or to drop me an email at indiana at todaybytheway.com. Today is a day dedicated to laziness, but here is one thing I don't want you getting lazy about, and that's pursuing little joys. Get after that, especially as you start your week. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.